Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Spencer sent me a note about this case, and it's kind of unusual. White juror tossed at trial as judge cites racist behavior. But more interesting here is that the juror got tossed during deliberations, meaning that somebody actually survived jury selection, got onto the jury, sat through an entire trial, and while they were deliberating, the judge said, this jury here has got to go. And so Spencer wrote his note to me, said, Steve, you ever heard of such a thing? Uh, yes, I have, but it's extremely unusual, and I've never heard of it for this reason. Because here it's racist behavior, according to the judge. This is happening in federal court in Georgia. So uh, David Varekos for Bloomberg News wrote this. Federal judge took the extraordinary step of removing a juror from a wealthy developer's tax trial because he could not in good conscience let this jury deliberate alongside someone who feels that she must stand up for white people. The judge said he couldn't allow juror number 26 to decide the fate of a developer who is accused of arranging billions of dollars in phony tax deductions. U.S. District Judge Timothy Batten in Atlanta replaced the juror with an alternate, ordering deliberations to start anew. So anytime you pick a jury, you pick extras, alternates. And then they go back to deliberate, you send back the main jurors, and you keep the alternates handy in case something happens. What if one of these people gets sick and dies? You want to retry the case, do you? What if one of them doesn't show up one day for deliberations? They just disappear. So you've got an alternate. But because deliberations have started, when you bring in the alternate, you got to bring them up to speed, which means you got to start all over again. So you do have to start the deliberations all over, but the trial does not have to be recreated. The juror told the judge on Monday that she was, and this is a quote, standing up for white people, unquote, as he investigated complaints about her conduct and statements. The judge said, I am personally very troubled that I am perceived as standing up for and condoning racist behavior. I am not. So the judge has struggled to maintain control at a trial where prosecutors said he improperly allowed questions of race to infect the deliberations. Defense attorneys said if the defendants are convicted, they'll appeal the judge taking the rear step of replacing a juror in the middle of deliberations. The jury will return after failing to reach a verdict the other day. And now... The defendant is accused of selling fraudulent tax shelters. And there's a whole story about this. It may involve thousands of people and billions in deductions. That's not the point. The point is that there was a nine-week trial. Deliberations got off to a rocky start in September when Juror 26 stopped deliberating. The judge had to warn jurors you cannot say F you to each other, presumably the whole word. He also interviewed several members of the jury about their discord. And the jury is predominantly black. And that's in the story here. And so they're told as jurors, you are to deliberate in a courteous manner. And that means that you can discuss and debate and argue, but you don't start screaming and yelling at each other, especially saying things like F you. So the judge said on Wednesday that the juror lied to him in his chambers primarily by accusing another juror of saying the defendants deserve to go to jail because they're rich, white, and entitled. In recounting that alleged incident, the juror 26 told the judge that she was standing up for white people. Prosecutors had urged the judge to dismiss the juror over her comments, lying to the judge, and refusing to deliberate. 
But the judge wavered as defense lawyers argued that he misconstrued her statements and she resumed deliberations. Now, appeals courts typically set a high legal bar for removing a juror from trying to reach a unanimous verdict. But by Wednesday, the judge told the lawyers he had a change of heart. He said, this has rung in my ears since I heard it the first time. Defense lawyers protested that jurors had already indicated they'd reached a verdict on eight or nine of the dozens of charges against the defendant as co-defendants. That demonstrated that Juror 26 was working with the other members of the panel. Otherwise, they couldn't have gotten a unanimous verdict. So that's an interesting argument. So the judge then said, I'm just telling you I'm inside out over allowing this person to stand the jury with everything that's happened against her. It's not just that one statement, but the false statement about what the juror allegedly said that troubles me. So the judge said that the juror lied to him several times in his chambers, but when she said she was standing up for white people, she told the truth. And that's an interesting point. Does it matter if that's true or not? If you said, I am standing up for white people back here, as opposed to just deliberating on the facts, that is an unbelievably complicated finding of fact on your part, said an attorney for one co-defendant, according to the transcript. But the judge denied motions to grant a mistrial and said the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals can decide if he was right. Evidence of racism is rarely, if ever, this explicit. The judge said it wasn't subtle in this case. Now, the defendant's attorneys didn't immediately respond to a request for comment. A Justice Department spokesperson uh, also declined to comment. The defendant's lawyers filed a motion requesting the judge remove five jurors, including Juror 44, or declare a mistrial. Juror 44, they said, said F you to Juror 26, and Juror 26, of course, the one that the judge says, said was standing up for white people. And allegedly, Juror 26 made race-based statements back to the other jurors. The judge has already denied several bids for a mistrial. Before the panel started deliberating anew with an alternate juror, the judge summoned Juror 44 to the courtroom Wednesday to ask him about the statements that Juror 26 attributed to him Prosecutors had previously asked for his removal if he had made race-based statements. The judge ultimately did not dismiss Juror 44. Now, the judge asked Juror 44 if at any time during the trial, he suggested to other jurors that the defendants should be found guilty because they are white, rich, and entitled. He said, I never said that. Did you ever say anything that injected the concept of race into the case? No, the juror said. So there's always an interesting question. When it comes to he said, she said, literally in this case, because I've had people ask me, they say, Steve, as a court or a judge or a juror, or anybody who's asked to determine the truth, how do you determine the truth? So you put two people in a room and no one can see or hear them. And they come out of the room and one person says, that person said this to me. Other person says, no, I didn't. I did not say that. How do you determine who's telling the truth? One of them is not telling the truth, most likely. They could both be mistaken, I suppose. But how do you determine what happened back there? There's, there's no record. There's no hidden cameras. There's, there's no recordings. There's, there's literally one person saying they said it. The other person saying I didn't say it. How do you determine that? And so one of the things, and, and a lot of people have problems with this, but the thing is that there's not much else you can go on. But 
Courts go off of the credibility of a witness. And sometimes the only credibility you can measure is that which is apparent to us looking at somebody. And the question is, can you tell by looking at somebody if they're telling the truth or not? And I've seen people who can lie very convincingly. And I've also seen some people who couldn't lie to save their lives. And so if someone's in front of you and they're telling you a story that makes no sense, it's nonsensical, you go, okay, this person's lying or they're mistaken or they're wrong, but what they're telling me is not true. On the other hand, you get two people in front of you who are perfectly credible. One says the baby is mine. (laughs) Other says the baby is not hers. Baby's mine. And as King Solomon, of course, you can always yank the sword out and threaten them. But, but what do you do if you're just literally looking at two people and they're both saying things to you and only one of them can be right? And so I can tell you that jurors get jury instructions that tell them that when a person gets on the stand, you listen to what they say, you don't have to believe it. You have the right to do several things with what they tell you, including Weigh it against your own life experiences. So if someone gets on the stand and describes doing something that you yourself have done, for instance, and you're thinking to yourself, that doesn't ring true. You have the right to say, I don't care what they said. I don't care they were under oath. What they said didn't ring true to me. I can disregard it. I can downplay it. I can put it aside And so the same is true for the judge. So judge is the one who's asked, did a juror say something or not say something that requires them to be removed? Because if a juror went into the jury room and said, I don't care about this deliberation nonsense. I'm voting for or against somebody based on the color of their skin. Well, as a juror, you're supposed to be basing your finding and ruling on the evidence and the jury instructions, not in the color of someone's skin. So that would be wrong. But how would you determine that? So you bring that person out and you question them. And the judge has to then look at the person and go, okay, is this person telling me the truth? What are they saying to me? Now, he says that the juror actually said that she must stand up for white people. And if she said that to the judge, that's a serious problem. That is a serious problem. So this is the first time I've ever heard of this kind of removal of a juror. But I've heard of jurors being removed before. But it's highly unusual, especially if they've come to verdicts on so many of the counts. Um, As a judge, I think I would have been tempted to say, you know something? If you guys have managed to accomplish this many then perhaps I'm going to let you finish. But that could just be me. I didn't interview the juror, and maybe after interviewing the juror, I would have felt differently. You never know. Spencer, thanks for sending it. David Varekos wrote that for Bloomberg News. White juror tossed at trial as judge cites racist behavior. Questions or comments? Put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Music helps me escape from the version of reality I live in.